I love the talking guy show. I hear two guys talking. 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 Two guys talking, I hear. I hear two guys talking. Scams are one of the most dangerous threats today, especially when it comes to our elders. As the number of victims and money taken continues to skyrocket, realize that there is hope. ScammerCast is your frontline battlefield for getting educated on the most recent scams, but also how to defend against them. Join us as we detail the processes, the traps, and the solutions to help us all hammer the scammers. Hammer the scammers. It's time for the ScammerCast. Here are your hosts, Curtis Bailey and Art Mains. Welcome back, everyone. This is Curtis Bailey, your co-host here at ScammerCast.com. And this is Art Mains, your co-host at ScammerCast.com. And today we're going to be talking to Diane Daniels from Senior Advisors for Medicare and Medicaid. Sponsored by Western Union and Midwest Trust. Diane is a fellow podcaster, and I recently had the pleasure of appearing on her podcast, and I'm very grateful for that opportunity. Diane, uh, Art has mentioned you are a Medicare advisor, so please uh, introduce yourself to our audience and tell us what you do. Hello, ScamaCast listeners. It's such a pleasure to be here with you, Kurt and Art. I love what you guys do. You guys are phenomenal. Anyone that can help our senior population with all kinds of insights, especially with fraud and identity theft, I am right next to you guys. I try to help out with that also, uh, but my major concern is educating people who are 64 and older about Medicare because, you know, there's so much information out there and there's not enough resources. And people don't think about it until the last minute. When they're 64, they start panicking. And they get inundated with mail and phone calls and all kinds of stuff. Some are legal, some are not, and they don't know what to do. So that's where I come in because I'm a Medicare advisor, and I am an expert in Medicare, and I help them navigate that maze and offer them all the information they need so they can be empowered with the information to find the one plan that fits their unique lifestyle. And I do that through presentations at senior communities and other organizations. I've written a book, The Medicare Survival Guide, so that's available for basic Medicare information for people. And now I have a podcast called Medicare Nation where I'm hoping to reach more people to educate as many as possible. I am all about the education, fellas. That's that's the most important thing for seniors. Well, we certainly appreciate that and uh, appreciate you coming on to share your expertise with our audience. And, you know, a comment you just made really resonated with me as an estate planning and elder law attorney. I find people coming into my office when, when they're about to turn 65 and just asking for help uh, on Medicare. And it's, it's amazing the amount of information that I would say is bad that is out there and confusing and in formats that our, our seniors can't understand. So it's refreshing to talk to somebody who is an expert in Medicare that can really communicate the details in an easy to understand but still comprehensive manner like yourself. Exactly. I am all about making it simple because if you just sat down and got on Medicare.gov or went through the Medicare statutes, you would want to pull all your hair out, definitely. So I hear that all the time. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it's you very know. Difficult. Uh, I'm a lawyer, and I don't like to read all of the regulations and statutes. So uh, I know, just... and when people come to me with these questions, I, I've never been quite sure uh, where I should send them, but I know now, and I hear this all the time. And and confusion like that is one of the prime breeding grounds for scams and frauds because if people don't know the real answers or or the truth in a situation, then the scammers exploit that. So I think you're doing a great job of really sort of neutralizing the scammers before they can get to people by giving folks really good information. Yeah, I appreciate that very much, Art. And knowing you guys now and what you're doing, uh, you know, we're running a parallel program for seniors to help educate them and the more resources the better so i give out a lot of my seniors information uh, about ScammerCast and what you guys are doing to help them uh, further their education on fraud and scams diane you have a very uh, interesting story about how you really developed this passion and specialty for medicare would you share that with our audience sure well i've been in the insurance business for about 15 years and from the beginning it's not something I really enjoyed because I always felt no one wanted to talk to me because, look, it, we only need insurance when we need it, and otherwise it's just a bad thing. Yeah, nobody wants to talk to the lawyer until they have to, so I share your opinion. That's, there you go. That's right, Kurt. You're right. So I did it. I need to make a living. So I sold all kinds of insurance, health insurance, uh, hospital insurance, cancer insurance, all types. And I just really didn't enjoy it. And I was really thinking about getting out of the field. One day I was in a call center and a manager came in and asked, there was probably about six to ten of us in there, if anybody knew anything about Medicare. Well, we all looked at each other. We just looked like we were the deer in headlights. So he said, well, would anybody be interested in learning more about Medicare because we're going to be selling Medicare products? I raised my hand. I was the only one. Uh, because I was just sick of what I was doing. So I took the classes, I passed all my exams, and when I got sent out to the first woman, my first appointment, I knocked on the door expecting her to slam it in my face as usual, but she opened the door and with a big smile on her face invited me in, practically pulling me in to sit down offering me coffee and cookies and please tell me about Medicare. That's a reception you didn't receive very often, huh? Right. Uh, How about never? never. (laughs) I mean, that's just was so wonderful to have this woman do that. Now, for the first visit, mind you, I didn't know much about Medicare at that time. So I was reading verbatim from all the information I had. But even then, That woman was so happy to learn more about Medicare, and she enrolled in the program. To me, that was just unbelievable, that feeling of trust and thankfulness. And I could see her sigh with relief to be educated a little bit more about Medicare. So I continued going on uh, these appointments that were made with these people that want to know more about Medicare, and every single person was the same. They all wanted me to come in and sit with them while I was enjoying myself. I said okay, Diane, let's take the next six months and learn everything we can about Medicare, and we're going to get out of here, and we're going to go out on our own, and that's going to be a lot of fun. And that's exactly what I did. I spent the next six months educating myself everything about Medicare. I left. I formed my own company. Now I can help as many different seniors as I can because I have no loyalty to any insurance company. There are strict Medicare regulations and about how Medicare agents get paid. So 
I feel I am absolutely there for the beneficiary to help them find what's best for them based on their unique needs. It, it was unbelievable. I was about ready to hang up my coat on insurance, and then this came along. It, it was a lifesaver. It sounds to me like you're really helping people, and that's what drives you, Diane. You're not kidding. I feel so passionate about this because as time went on, I just learned more and more that people really have no idea what's going on. I mean, people have basic information, but they just don't even understand their own Medicare plans. It doesn't matter if they're on original Medicare, if they're on a Medicare Advantage, or even supplements to Medicare. They don't understand it. And they just love for you to sit there and help them and guide them through what they have and to see if there's something out there better for them based on their needs. It's a wonderful and very fulfilling need and passion for me. Now, do you get paid on an hourly basis, or is it a commission basis? How do you make your living doing this? Most insurance agents in the country, it's a commissionable type of payment, and right. I still receive that. So if a person decides they'd like to enroll in a specific a Medicare plan, and they want me to enroll them, I can, and I will be paid by the insurance company. And like I said, it's highly regulated by Medicare. So, you know, plus or minus a few dollars, all of the Medicare plans are paying their agents the same amount of money. This way, there's no loyalty to a program based on higher commissions if you get someone in on a specific program. And then if someone just wants to learn about Medicare privately, I offer consultative services by the hour. Uh, just to provide them with consultative information about Medicare education in general. Okay, great. Tell us a little bit about your organization. Uh, it's called SAM, right? S-A-M-M. Uh, tell our listeners yes. a bit more about it. So SAM stands for Senior Advisors for Medicare and Medicaid. And like I said, we're based here in the Tampa, Florida area. We serve people in a lot of different states along the eastern seaboard, Texas and Louisiana. And we offer consultative services for people that want to learn about Medicare. They'd like us to come out and do presentations to groups or conferences. And then we also provide Medicare plans that people can enroll in if they'd like to desire based on their needs also. So we're a full service for Medicare needs and consultations to help educate and for people to fulfill their needs for their Medicare plans for their lifestyle. And what is the website for your company? It's www.callsam, that's two L's and two M's, dot com. Okay, great. Fantastic. And we'll uh, certainly post a link to that website uh, on our show notes uh, page at scammercast.com, uh, along with a link to the recording of this episode. Diane, we've mentioned that you are a fellow podcaster. Why don't you tell our audience about your podcast and what the inspiration for the podcast was for you? My podcast is Medicare Nation, and I was inspired because I want to educate as many Medicare beneficiaries and their adult children, because a lot of times the adult children, people in the 30 to 50 years old range, are in that sandwich generation, and they're taking care of their own kids, and they're also helping to take care of their parents at the same time. Some even have their parents living with them. My podcast is geared towards them to help educate them about Medicare so they can sit down with their parents or their grandparents and give them this valuable information that they've learned and then turn around and show them how to get on my podcast on their smartphone or on their laptop or tablet so they can listen to the show themselves. And not just to listen to my show, guys. 
once they show them this and they do listen to Medicare Nation, they are going to see shows, hundreds of shows out there, and they're going to start having an interest in listening to other shows. So I'm also inspiring the adult sandwich generation to tell their parents and grandparents about podcasts in general. I'm trying to really get a new niche of people to be listening to podcasts. So that was the inspiration of it. Now, on the show, I provide educational episodes that I do myself, and those are available in the library for people if they want to learn about the different components of Medicare and the different types of Medicare plans and categories. And then I also have expert guests that come on. It's a weekly podcast, and we talk all things Medicare. If it is related to Medicare or Medicare benefits, in the health and wellness industry and pharmaceuticals, we're going to talk about it and how it relates to their Medicare benefits. It's been a fantastic mm-hmm. voyage so far. I launched in late August, and we're just it's, we're doing a phenomenal job. I, I'm so happy to know that I'm educating people. The numbers are going up. The downloads are going up and getting invited on many other podcasts. A lot of different media are contacting me about this. So it's working. This is what is working to reach a larger audience across the nation. Well, congratulations to you on the uh, success of the podcast. And uh, as I said, I was pleased and honored to be a guest uh, on on one of your uh, episodes and really appreciate that opportunity. And we're delighted also to be connected to you, Diane. And I really admire your efforts to spread the word about podcasts as a media form because it's a vast world of information and entertainment out there that a lot of seniors and even people our age don't really know about or how to access it. So I really salute you for that. I mean, I really have discovered how much I enjoy listening to a whole variety of podcasts as a result of starting the ScammerCast. So uh, I really uh, just encourage you to keep going with that, and and it kind of inspires me to do the same. I appreciate that, Art, because, I mean, if you think about it, uh, a senior citizen who might not have relatives nearby, and it's very a small amount of availability of resources, whether it's on a computer or just their television, now they can listen to podcasts on all things they love. Can you imagine them getting on a podcast to learn about quilting? Or maybe, uh, you know, it's a senior citizen who loves to tinker with cars. Mm-hmm. There are shows about that. Or playing cards. I mean, about horses. There are thousands of different categories that they can listen to. Great, solid programming. That's just going to open a whole new world to them. So it will really help make their life and their later years more enjoyable. And then it also opens up again this new group of listeners for all kinds of podcasts and just to enjoy the many different podcasts that are out there, including your program. And Curtis, I want to thank you so much for coming on my show. Uh, It was so important for my listeners to understand more about fraud and scams and to be able to go to your resources to find out more information. So it's one of my favorite episodes. So thank you so much, Curtis, for helping me and my listeners out with that. Well, it was certainly my pleasure. And thank you again. Diane, uh, let's give our listeners a little bit of a background, if you will, a little bit of a framework. I think we all hear the term Medicare and something pops into our minds, although that may not be the accurate picture that it should be. So please just give us sort of the 30,000 foot overview of what Medicare is and why it's important when people turn 65. People are turning 65. It is the entitlement program. Uh, for people that are 65 and older in this country, in the United States, 
where they have contributed to FICA taxes for 10 years consecutively or for 40 quarters. That equals 10 years also, paying FICA taxes out of their payroll for 10 years. So once you have that, you're qualified to receive Medicare Part A with no premium for free. So Part A, and I like to call it the Accommodations Entitlement Program, and that's where you would stay overnight, okay, if you needed services to help with an illness or injury, like in the hospital. So you're inpatient in the hospital or you're in a skilled nursing facility after a stroke and you're stabilized, you would be sent to a skilled nursing facility to rehab for a certain amount of time. And then also for hospice, you can be at home or in a facility where you've been diagnosed with a disease where you are terminal and you have less than six months to live. Mm -hmm. So Part A covers the accommodations of where you would stay to be treated. Part B of Medicare is for all outpatient services. So everything medically needed that you could think of where you wouldn't stay overnight. So if you go to a doctor's office, you go to the lab, you go have an x-ray, even a same-day operation like the orthoscopic knee surgery is considered outpatient services, and those are all covered under Part B. Part D, as in drugs, is for drugs and therefore prescription drugs. Mm, so sense. every time a doctor writes out a prescription, that's what's covered under Part D of Medicare. Now, Medicare itself, the program has been around since 1965, and when a person receives their Medicare identification card, they certainly can stay on that program, and that could be their insurance, for not a better word, because it's not exactly insurance, because with insurance, you sign a contract, and you don't actually sign a contract with the government each time you turn 65 to receive Medicare. But it is a program that would provide your health care in your later years. Part A, Part B, and Part D, you can have that with your Medicare ID card, but what happens there is your out-of-pocket expenses is going to be 20% or Part B, every single time you need to see a doctor, every time you go have a blood test, every time you need an x-ray, you're going to pay 20% of the Medicare allowable amount. Mm. There's also deductibles. Every time you go in the hospital, you're going to pay a deductible. It's $1,260 for 2015. We don't know yet what it's going to be for 2016 because they haven't come out with those prices yet. Right. And it's $147 for your Part B annually. So there's a lot of out-of-pocket expenses that are involved with original Medicare. And then you have to have a standalone prescription drug program, and that just adds to the cost. So they asked the private insurance companies if they would be able to help out and manage people if they joined their Medicare plan. And now we have a category that's called Medicare Advantage Plans, which is Part C. C is in Charlie. It used to be called Choice. Okay. Choice Plans. Now they're called Medicare Advantage Plans. And those plans have networks, an HMO, which is a smaller type of network, and a PPO, which is a larger network, and people may be able to see providers and facilities out of state, are the two types of networks under Medicare Advantage plans. Some have monthly premiums, some plans do not. They all have co-pays, and they all have a cap for the annual out-of-pocket that a person could pay annually each year for that service. And Medicare has put a cap at $6,700 for 2015 and in 2016. So that would be the most someone would pay out of pocket for medically needed health care for the year if they used a Medicare Advantage plan. The cons always is the network. 
doctors that they have been seeing for three to five years may not be on a specific Medicare plan. And you have to decide then, do I stay with that doctor and switch my Medicare Advantage plan when I'm able to, or do I get another doctor? And it happens very frequently. You have to have a lot of patience to be on a Medicare Advantage plan because doctors come in and out of networks all the time. And then we have the Medicare Supplement Plan, which is a supplement to original Medicare. I talked about that 20% gap. Sometimes it's called a Medigap plan. And that plan, I like to say, it's like leasing a car for the rest of your life. You pay a monthly premium, but you can drive the car anywhere you want. So you can see any doctor or be in any facility that has a contract with the original Medicare program, which is going to be over 90% in the country, and it's maintenance-free. You won't have to put your hand in your pocket for the most comprehensive plan. You only pay your monthly premium. It covers all deductibles, all co-insurances, and all co-pays. So that's how I like to help people understand that, telling them it's like leasing a car. But each person depends on their health, their financial situation, their loyalty to their doctors. So it's all unique situations. You cannot have your neighbor, Bill, come in and say, hey, guys, you should be on this plan because <laughs> it's better than sliced bread because I get free Band-Aids every month. Okay? <laughs> right. But you just can't do that. Yeah. Everybody has to really sit down and look at their unique lifestyle, and there will be one plan that fits them. So that's the basic of Medicare. There's so many choices, as you mentioned, and so many factors that have to be considered. That's why it's so important for people to engage with an expert like yourself, to help guide them through the process and all the choices. And you're right. And at this time of year, because we're starting the open enrollment for Medicare, starting on this Thursday the 15th, and they are going to get inundated with mail, television commercials, uh, pamphlets in the Sunday newspapers, and seminars. Seminars are where the private insurance companies that have Medicare Advantage plans set up in all different restaurants and facilities, and they ask beneficiaries to come on in, and they'll give them free coffee and cookies (laughs) if they'll sit down and listen to their product. And it's a very heavy-selling place. I I don't like for beneficiaries to go there because it's very high-selling tactics, and they really want to get that person to sign it online before they leave. If you're strong enough and you have the fortitude that you could just go enjoy your coffee and cookies and listen to the product and get out of there, okay. But if you're the kind of person that feels a little squeamish and doesn't like confrontations and hard selling, I really would advise them not to go to that. And you know what's interesting, Diane, is I've talked about this in my presentations to seniors and elder care professionals. There's actually some research in the social science world that says that People who attend these luncheon seminars or dinner seminars actually have a reduction in their ability to withstand sales tactics. There's something about eating and sharing a meal with somebody that builds connection, and so they're much more likely to lower their guard and potentially fall into a plan or even some sort of a scam than those who don't go and participate in anything having to do with food and drink. I thought that was so interesting. This was especially in the world of investment scams because you know a lot of investment firms that are a little shady will offer these lunch and learn kinds of things. It's interesting that you would mention that because, boy, the research clearly shows they're not a good idea for most people to go to. 
I appreciate you bringing that up also. And I think you're right. You know, we all want to feel a part of something. We want to belong to something. And sharing a meal, especially for that generation, was a very important part of their life when they were growing up. It was always a family meal. I even always had a family meal growing up. So the baby boomers are used to that, and that makes them feel comfortable. And I think you're absolutely right. Great research to show that. And most advertising and selling techniques are based on emotion and making people feel comfortable. So you're 100% right on that one. I, I would stay away from that. But some people want to go. I just ask them to be strong and not sign the deadline. They have until December 7th to do that. So don't let anyone in that room try to convince you that you have to do it now, that there's some urgency involved, because that would be an absolute lie and illegal for them to do. Listeners, remember you have from October 15th until December 7th to make up your mind what plan you want. Don't let anyone try to force you and say it's an urgency that you sign the dotted line today. They will be happy to come back at a later time, or you could contact them and meet them in their office if that's the plan you decide on. And I want to refer uh, you and our listeners to another of our podcast episodes here at the ScammerCast, which is called The Five Flags of Scam Victims. It's where we dig into the emotions that serve as the triggers for people to get ripped off and scammed. And what happens in these kinds of meal situations is it triggers reciprocity. There's a kind of guilt that happens like, oh, this person did this thing for me, so I have to do something for them. So I would just refer you and our listeners to our episode called The Five Flags of Scam Victims at scammercast.com. Thank you. I'm gonna, I, I want to tell my uh, listeners about that also because it's so important and pretty, right now during the Medicare annual enrollment season. So I am definitely going to point them towards that specific episode that you mentioned on ScammerCast be a great information uh, for my listeners right now during open enrollment. And I think you've hit the nail right on the head, so to speak, also because the baby boomer generation and the greatest generation were raised to be very polite. And we we oftentimes here at ScammerCast have used the term the gentleman's or gentlewoman's generation because they're very polite and they they find it difficult to say no. They want to be helpful and please the other side. And it's unfortunate that we have some unscrupulous marketers that will take advantage of that kind of thing. And it sounds like that's a problem also in the uh, Medicare supplement arena. Absolutely. And there are new scams out right now that I can't wait to tell you about. Why don't we take a real short break? And when we come back, we're going to dive headlong into the world of Medicare scams and fraud with Diane Daniels, the founder of Senior Advisors for Medicare and Medicaid. We'll be right back here on the ScammerCast. It's time to take a break during this episode of the ScammerCast. Have you liked our effort on Facebook? Visit the link via our website at ScammerCast.com and be sure to share any of our informative articles with your friends and family. It's all about education and protecting our seniors. We'll be right back. Join in a unique, interactive experience as we put you inside the mind and heart of the law enforcement professional and delve into the culture of policing. Hi, I'm Mike Wilkerson from the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network, where I've reviewed hundreds of police procedural television programs and movies. But the question remains, does Hollywood get it right? What does it really feel like when you search for a suspect inside an abandoned building? The fear. 
the adrenaline, the unknown. Law enforcement training for the arts, or LIDA, is an experience like no other. Fingerprints, ballistics, DNA. Our team of professionals have numerous years in law enforcement to include those with experience in the United States Secret Service, the U.S. Attorney's Office, the FBI, the United States military, along with other local, state, and federal entities. Our unique facilities offer the same interactive courses that the police themselves use to train. This will be an experience of a lifetime that you'll never forget. Check out the details now at LEDAConference.com. That's L-E-T-A Conference.com. And sign up for the upcoming convention. Seats are limited, but we're eager to see you behind the thin blue line. LEDAConference.com. L-E-T-A Conference.com. Go behind the badge. Thought about a career in voiceover? Need a great cost-effective on-hold message for your organization or business? Don't know where to start? Check out The Voice Farm, your one-stop shop for voiceover needs. Check it out now by accessing The Voice Farm at voicefarmers.com and see what difference can be made with a company that is truly outside the box. From The Voice Box, voicefarmers.com. That's voicefarmers.com. There was a day when the villain was easy to spot. These days are different. Today, scammers impersonate their victims' loved ones and make up an urgent situation. I've been arrested. I've been mugged. I'm in the hospital. And plead for money to resolve it. At Western Union, we want to help. We remind you to never send money to people you haven't met in person. And always verify before you send. You work hard for your money. Don't let a few minutes with a scammer separate you from what's taken days, weeks, or even a lifetime to work for. Western Union. Move money for better. Travel. It's what everyone wants more of in their life. But wow, where do you start? So many options, so many destinations, and finding the time in one's own schedule. You might think that all is lost, but there's hope on the horizon. Tune into the Travel Planners Podcast with us, Sue and Kevin McCarthy, to learn about how best to travel, what cities to visit, and catch a glimpse of the variety of ways to make the most of your travel dollars. From shopping for bargains in London's Portobello Antique Market. Watching monkeys groom each other as you sit on the balcony of your hotel in Malaysia. Sipping rum cocktails while enjoying the sunset over Bloody Bay in Jamaica. Staying up all night to observe St. Petersburg, Russia's White Nights Festival. Hiking the Great Wall of China. Enjoying the grandeur of the Grand Canyon. Or enjoying an unbelievably first-class journey on the cruise on rails, the Grand Lux Express. It's all available now on the Travel Planner Podcast with Kevin and Sue McCarthy. On the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network, www.twoguystalking.com. That's the number two, guystalking.com. Did you get my underwear and stuff packed in the last bag? I thought you did. No, I didn't. Okay, uh, be sure to check us out. The Travel Planners Podcast on twoguystalking.com. A recent study found that most older adults fear running out of money during their retirement years, even more than their fear of death. A trust can be an effective way to manage and protect your assets while you're alive. Now, many folks believe that trusts are only for rich people. They are not. Midwest Trust Company of Missouri 
located in Clayton, Missouri, offers professional trust management for clients all across the country. Using Midwest Trust is a great way to know that someone with experience and integrity will manage your wealth objectively. Naming Midwest Trust can provide you with peace of mind in knowing that you or your parents will not be exploited financially and lose all of the assets acquired during a lifetime of hard work. Midwest Trust will even work with you or your parents' own financial advisor. Don't let fear of running out of money drive your life. Contact Midwest Trust Company today by visiting the link to their website at scammercast.com. The Discipline to Grow the strength of experience, the ability to adapt. Values that endure. Midwest Trust. Welcome back to ScammerCast, your headquarters for the education and prevention of scams against our elders. Let's dig back in with your hosts, Curtis Bailey and Art Maines. Welcome back, everyone. This is Curtis Bailey, your co-host at ScammerCast.com. And this is Art Mange, your other co-host at ScammerCast.com. And we are having a wonderful conversation on this episode with Diane Daniels of Senior Advisors for Medicare and Medicaid at CallSam.com. So, Diane, we want to hear some of the stories that you have, and I'm sure you have a bunch of them, about some of the scam threats that are geared towards seniors, trying to trip them up and steal their money or give them substandard protection or whatever it is that you're hearing. So what, what's going on out there? Well, we got some two really good ones that are going on right now. All right. One of the ones that's happening is that seniors are receiving brochures in the mail, and they look very official, like they're coming from the government or from Medicare. They're telling seniors that, they can receive discounts for Medicare products only during this annual enrollment period. And they're offering discounts for products like hearing aids, eyeglasses, or dental exams. And they're telling them to call this number or send back the reply card with your number. And then they talk to the senior and get their private health information. And then they use that information to either steal their identity or to build Medicare for fraudulent products. Now, people from Medicare on the original Medicare program should know that Medicare doesn't offer eyeglasses. It doesn't offer hearing aids or dental exams mm -hmm. in the Medicare program. It was never involved in the original portion of the Medicare in 1965, and it is not right now. There are several bills uh, that Congress is working on to get them included, but as of today, a person on the original Medicare program cannot get hearing aids, eyeglasses, or dental exams through payments through Medicare. Now, Medicare Advantage plans are always allowed to offer more benefits to Medicare beneficiaries on their plans, and they do offer some of them preventative type of exams for eye exams, hearing exams, and dental exams, and some of them even will offer a subsidiary like $100 or $300 for a hearing aid, but you will never be able to get a discount on eyeglasses or hearing aids or dental services through Medicare. So that right away should be the red flag alert that that is a scam and to not call or send in that reply card. They need to call Medicare and advise them or their local law enforcement uh, so they might be able to do a public service announcement for the community 
and warn them about the brochure that they received in the mail. So that's the first one that's happening right now. Uh, Diane, so just again, so our listeners understand, this is a brochure that is allegedly branded by Medicare? Correct. It looks official that it's from the government or from Medicare itself. Are the scammers, uh, what are they doing? Are they buying a mailing list uh, of uh, demographic information and just papering a community with these fake brochures? Exactly. And then when the senior opens it up and sees that they can receive a discount for eyeglasses, hearing aids, or dental services, they're all excited because they know they don't have benefits for that type of services. And to them, it might seem real. Because of the official-looking brochure that came to them, officially-looking envelope that says, time-sensitive, right. and, you know, now, it's a very scary-looking document. So don't be fooled by it, listeners, uh, if it has anything to do about a discount for Medicare products that has to do with eyeglasses, hearing aids, or dental exams. It is definitely a scam, and you should report it to your local law enforcement, or you can call Medicare directly. Would they also be wise to report that to a state senior Medicare patrol? Because I know I've shared the stage with a woman in Missouri who speaks all over the state about Medicare fraud of various kinds. Is that also someplace that they could, could contact? That's a great point, Art. I, I love the senior Medicare patrol. I love them. Okay, They are a great resource in all states. Uh, where you can go to uh, SMP, so that's S for Senior, M for Medicare, and P for Patrol, resources with an S, dot org, and a person can click on what state they're in and they can get the local number for a Senior Medicare Patrol representative, and they can certainly call them and report the information to a Senior Medicare Patrol representative who will get that out on their website and to all other people in the community or even in the state. I love Senior Medicare Patrol. They're a phenomenal, phenomenal organization. Great, great. So we'll make sure that we put that in our show notes at scammercast.com, too. Awesome. No doubt. Uh, okay, right, so what's the next, what's the next, next thing? You ready? Yep. All right. The next one is a refund. It's a phone scam where the caller claims that the senior is owed money, whether it's $100, $200, $250 refund because their prescription drugs that they've been taking has now put them in the donut hole. Uh, and because they're in the donut <laughs> hole, right. okay, the, the they infamous tell donut them, we've got to give you back your refund. So they ask them for their Medicare number, mm -hmm. their birth date, Social Security number, and bank account information. So the refund from Medicare will go directly into their bank account with the next month's Social Security deposit. Oh, boy. So that sounds so official. Yeah. Uh, Diane, I know that my parents are Medicare age, and, and uh, unfortunately they, they take enough medication that oftentimes they do fall into that donut hole. But for our listeners out there who are not Medicare age or don't know what that term means, can you give us a brief explanation? Sure. So we're talking about prescription drug coverage and it's a standardized plan with limits uh, that Medicare and the government has put out across the United States. It doesn't matter if you're living in Florida, you're living in California, New York, Wisconsin, Michigan. It's all going to be standardized in regards to the amounts that are pertaining to this program. So when you are taking prescription drugs, you either have a copay or not, depending upon the tier that you're in on your Medicare plan. 
or on original Medicare, you're going to be paying a flat fee on a standalone prescription drug plan. Right. Now, that money goes into a pail. I say put the pail on the table on January 1st. So the money you pay out of pocket for that drug goes in the pail, as well as the amount of money that the health company is paying for or Medicare is paying for. So if a drug like lisinopril, that's a high blood pressure generic pill that many, many, many people take, let's say it costs $100. If your copay is $10, you put $10 in the bucket, but the plan had to pay 90 So the $90 goes in the bucket. And that bucket will accumulate the amount of money month after month that you're paying for prescription drugs. And a lot of your listeners take multiple prescription yes. drugs. Yes. And when it reaches the threshold for 2015 of $2,960 total, that's when it overflows and now they're in the donut hole. And once they're in the donut hole, Medicare says, okay, folks, you paid a copay, the plan paid the most initially, so now you need to put more skin in the game and you have to pay more money for your prescription drugs while you're in the donut hole and you get out of the donut hole when the second pail reaches a threshold of $4,700 in 2015. So now the payment that come out of your pocket for the drugs you pay for is going to be a lot more money because right now a 30-day supply of lisinopril could cost $100. So the person will pay uh, you know, a generic price and they'll pay a brand price, a percentage of the drugs, okay? So a 55% discount off of a brand drug is what you would pay, and then you would pay 65% for the lisinopril. So you would pay $65 a month for that lisinopril while you're in the donut hole. So once the co-payments that you're paying goes into the pail, and any money that the plan pays for brand drugs goes in the pail, and any type of deductible you had goes in the pail, plus the previous copays you made. That's what will help you get out of the donut hole when the threshold reaches $4,700. Okay. It could be you're in that donut hole for the rest of the year until December 31st, or if you're on a lot of medications, you'll get out of it quite quickly, and then you'll go into what's called this catastrophic phase. And the catastrophic phase is basically saying, okay, the plan paid enough money, the beneficiary plan paid enough money, so now it's going to cost you either 5% of the Medicare allowable cost or you're going to pay a lower, lower price for a generic drug or a brand drug. So a person that was paying for that lisinopril of $100, okay, once they're on that and they're coming out of the drug and going into the catastrophic phase would pay $2.65 for that drug for the remainder of the year until December 31st. Got and it. then January 1st, we start all over again right. and we put a new pail on the table. Right. So it's, it's, it's a very complicated and it's an awful position for people to be in. And to, for a senior who is in the darn hole and gets this type of phone call, it's very scary and it sounds great to think that they're getting a refund. And that generation has done a lot of sales on the phone. They were used to doing sales back in the days on the phone. They're comfortable on the phone, and they think it's true. But Medicare would never, ever, ever call you on the phone. They would never show up at your door. You would have to make the initiation call to Medicare. So if anyone ever calls asking for your personal health information or identifying information, 
to give you a refund or to buy a discounted product, don't do it. It is always going to be a scam. Well, it's uh, it bears repeating because uh, we've had uh, on previous episodes the the fake IRS agent scam, and the IRS will never, 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 never call you on the telephone. Likewise, again, Medicare will never, never, never call you on the telephone. Never. Yeah, you're right. We can't repeat that enough, and we want that information <laughs> out there as far as we can get it to go. Absolutely. And then the one that I always tell my beneficiaries about every single day, whether it's annual enrollment or not, is they really need to check their monthly statement, their explanation of benefits from their Medicare plan or original Medicare, and look at what the providers have charged you for and bill to Medicare and make sure that you were part of that service or that you actually received that product. If you did not, and you went to see a Dr. Jones, but there's a Dr. Smith on your benefit page, then you need to call your plan or you need to call Medicare directly or call the senior Medicare patrol and tell them about your suspicions. You don't have to be the detective or police officer to make sure that it is beyond a reasonable doubt. It's only suspicion. And if that happens, please call the senior Medicare patrol law enforcement, Medicare, or the Office of Inspector General, you can do it anonymously, and they will check to see to make sure that everything was on the up and up and that you received that service or product properly. Yeah, I had this happen. I was giving a presentation here in a far suburb of St. Louis, and this lady came up to me, and she was probably in her mid-60s, someone who recently had gone on Medicare, and she said that she looked at her EOB and discovered there was a gynecological exam, which would be more appropriate for a woman of childbearing years. <laughs> and it turned out it was an insider inside the doctor's office who had just sort of surreptitiously moved the charge over to her Medicare to try to help out a friend. So it gets into the world of medical identity theft as well, doesn't it, Diane? Oh, it absolutely does. And I've even seen for people that are Medicare and Medicaid beneficiaries, uh, that receive food stamps, okay, as part of helping them uh, because they are under the poverty level, receiving food stamps. And there was a, a scam here in Florida where a person was accepting food stamps at a restaurant as payment for their meals. That was a definite scam because yeah. a restaurant doesn't take food stamps. <laughs> no. And people were paying it with it, and then this person was turning around and selling uh, the food stamps to make money off of it, and then with other identifying information they collected because the person kept returning, that turned into a large identity theft scheme, and a lot of those customers had identity theft issues that they're still trying to work out today. Mm -hmm. So there are so many people out there trying to prey on our seniors uh, because they are such a friendly and loyal group of people, the, the best generation, and they love to be with people and talk face-to-face -to, -face to people. So they have to be so careful in all the things that they're doing. You have right. to read forms, and you have to make sure that everything's on the up and up. Well, Diane, before we wrap up this uh, episode, uh, I did want to ask for your insight regarding a recent development, and that is that new Medicare cards will not display Social Security numbers. And obviously, we've just now touched on identity theft, and we've had multiple episodes talking about identity theft and how pervasive it is, particularly among seniors. 
Would you tell our audience a little bit about how that will work with new Medicare cards? And secondly, what people can do in the meantime to perhaps shield themselves from losing their Social Security number? Sure, Curtis. Uh, well, that's going to take several years to implement. Uh, I'm glad they finally uh, put this in a position where we're not going to have people's Social Security numbers because that's really all their Medicare ID card is, is their Social Security number. And then there's a letter at the end to just to designate uh, if they were a person who did put in for FICA taxes for the past 10 years or they're a spouse, a widow, and things like that. A letter designates uh, how they are in the system. But finally, they're going to eliminate Social Security card, but it's going to take years to come, listeners. So in the meantime, you should take your Social Security card, your Medicare, red, white, and blue card, and safeguard that like it was your debit card, your ATM card, or a credit card. That is identity theft waiting to happen if you carry that around. So please don't. Now, I have clients who insist they must carry around their Medicare card. So what I told them to do is to make a copy. Make a copy of the card, black out all the numbers except for the last four numbers, and that's how they carry around uh, their own copy of a Medicare card because they just have to do it. So if you have to do it and you can't leave home without that card in your wallet, black out all the numbers on a copy, get it laminated, and then just leave last four numbers. But you really should be leaving those cards at home, folks. You don't need them. Uh, you really only should be giving that number out to your provider, your doctors, once. And they have that information now in the system, so they really don't need it anymore. And you really only have to give it to IRS representatives. And if you're over 65, many of you aren't paying taxes anymore anyway. So do not carry those cards around. It's just identity theft waiting to happen. Are there other things that seniors can do to stay safe from Medicare scams and frauds that you're aware of? Well, they need to not take any phone calls, right? We know that. That's that's number one is a phone call. Just hang up. If anyone's ever calling. (laughs) Just hang up, right? Just hang up is right. If someone, as soon as they say, we're from Medicare, we're from your Medicare health plan, don't even engage in the phone call. Just hang up the phone. Don't worry, they're not going to be offended because they're going to get right on the phone and dial up the next person to try to trick them into giving their information. So just hang up. It's okay. We're telling you you're allowed to hang up on those people. (laughs) Good, strong advice. Yes. Absolutely. Do not answer or let anyone in your home who says they're a representative from Medicare or from any Medicare plans. Very strict laws that prohibit anyone from soliciting senior citizens about Medicare, Medicare Advantage plans. So they're not allowed to do it. So if someone approaches your door, don't even open it. Ask them who they are, and if they state they're from Medicare or a Medicare health plan, just tell them you're sick and move away from the door. Don't even open it. So that's the next thing they should do. Uh, The next one I know is that there are a lot of rolling lab services that show up during this time of year uh, where companies that might not even be legitimate, will set up in health clubs, retirement communities, and malls, and they say they're going to offer free tests, free blood pressure tests, free cholesterol tests. And you'll sit down, they'll take your personal information, they'll give you the tests, but then they're going to take your personal information, they're going to bill Medicare or your Medicare health plan, and they're going to send in fraudulent 
applications so they can get money from Medicare. Hmm. So you need to make sure uh, that if you're going to any of these facilities, not to provide your personal health information. It's not easy. If it's a free test, then they don't need your information. If you want to take your blood pressure, then take my blood pressure, but don't give them any information. Very good. Right. Diane, uh, you have given us a wealth of information today about a topic that is confusing and a little bit daunting, and we appreciate you spending the time educating our audience, and uh, we want our audience to interact with you. So what's the best way to find you on the Internet or otherwise? They can locate me on the Internet on my website at www.callsam.com. They can find the podcast, The Medicare Nation, on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you just put in the search bar Medicare, I'm going to come up because I'm one of the few podcasts that are on the air uh, helping people, educate people about Medicare so they can find it that way. And if they'd like to get a copy of the Medicare Survival Guide, they can go to Amazon.com or barnesandnobles.com, and it's available there also. Yeah, I looked up your book, and yours was the first one that came up when I put in Medicare Survival Guide, so way to go. Yeah. You, yeah, it's, uh, not many people are pushing out educational information uh, for our seniors, so it's, it's just great. I have a great passion for it. I enjoy it very, very much. It means a lot to me because my grandparents meant so much to me, so I'm happy to do it. And that enthusiasm really comes through in, in certainly this episode today and in all of your, your writings and information on your website and in your book. And once again, that website is callsam.com. It's C-A-L-L-S-A-M-M.com, right? Correct. Okay. All right. So we encourage our listeners to visit uh, Diane's website, and we'll post all the links on our show notes. And we're always interested in your comments and your thoughts and your stories. Have you been a victim of any of these scams that Diane has talked about? If so, please share it on the comments page at, on our website at scammercast.com. Yeah, and telling your story will help other people to avoid getting ripped off too, so you become a part of the solution and not just a part of the problem. And we really encourage that among our listeners. And we invite you also, if you like our podcast, to tell a friend, tell a family member, uh, give us a review on iTunes, and let us know what you think. If you have suggestions for future shows, please send that to us as well. We'd love to hear from you. So until next time, everyone, please stay safe. And this is your co-host, Curtis Bailey, on ScammerCast.com. And this is Art Mange, your other co-host at ScammerCast.com. And remember to hammer the scammers. Thanks for listening to this episode of the ScammerCast your headquarters for education and protection of our elderly from scams worldwide. Be sure to visit us at scammercast.com where you can send us your stories and tips as well as send us your feedback, visit our Facebook presence, and more. Thank you for listening to this episode and until next time, hammer the scammers. The information we share in this podcast is meant for informational and educational purposes only and should never substitute for appropriate legal, financial, or medical advice from qualified professionals. Always consult with an attorney, physician, or financial professional for the correct advice for your particular situation.